Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the following program is sponsored by max out savings advisors the views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of knth its management max out savings advisors or its sponsors max out savings advisors and members of the max out savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show plan for your prosperity prepare for your retirement safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement on the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's longest running and most popular financial radio shows. The Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. The, you know, again, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about on the show here today. Uh, we're going to be talking some about uh, what's happening with the economy, uh, what the markets, how to save money, how to build up wealth. It's all there in the Max Out Savings reports that we send out for free and, uh, as well as the show here. And so this week, uh, a lot of things were happening, a lot of interesting things. Um, I, I came across a uh, an interesting story here uh, today, actually in the Wall Street Journal. It, 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 with it, one, one of the things we've been talking a lot about on the show is the uh, the is the here it is right here. OK, uh is China and really how I, I think really I, I think one of the big things the big stories out there isn't really North Korea it's not Iran I, I don't think it's Russia it's really China and China is really has a plan in place to sit there and dominate commerce in the next fifty years in in the world and and they got a pretty good plan and and right now I would bet on the Chinese because up until uh, Donald Trump came into office, we had no plan and we were losing in every single negotiation we were in. And and now we're starting to get tough. I mean, we've lost so many jobs. We've lost so much valuable technology. We've lost so many plant and equipment. We've hollowed out our industrial base and, and the Chinese have taken advantage of it in and it's about time someone stands up for the United States and for the working people in this country and really stands up for the United States in this situation. And the looking out there, I think Donald Trump's done a good job. And so we've been talking about one of the things that is we've been talking on the show is the importance of supply chains around the world. All these CEOs of these multinational com- companies concentrate on their supply chains. And what China, what has been able to shrewdly do is is basically sell the world that they're a stable uh, place to put your supply chains in and there was going to be no problems. And if we wanted American companies wanted to come in there, they had to sit there and, and come up. They had to transfer technology. They had to give up 51% of ownership of the company in China. They had to manufacture in China. They had to do uh, one thing after another. They had to put, move, set the content for Chinese, Chinese people. And, and uh, there was all types of rules and regulations uh, there weren't any safety rules. There weren't any pollution rules, but there was all types of rules to ensure that China got control of the business eventually. And so now we're getting tough on China. And, and so th- what we want is is Donald Trump is is with these tariffs and pushing on China. He's making these CEOs question their supply chains. And is it better to have your supply chain based in the United States or at least close to the United States? And what if something goes really bad in China? And, and, and because China's had too free of a pass. One of the interesting things that's happened this week is uh, uh, Costco, which is a major uh, Chinese shipping company, is is trying to buy Orient Overseas uh, for $6.3 billion. In Orient Overseas, 
has a control of the Long Beach container terminals, which is the most one of the largest and most automated container ter- terminals in the United States. Which again, what China wants to do is they want to control everything. They want to control the product. They want to control the technology. They want to control the ships bringing it in here. And then, in this, in, in this is one of the reasons why. They, they they have made such a push to get into Panama because they want to control the shipping. And now they're they're moving into controlling the ports in the United States that that, that stuff comes off of. And that look, that's not in the best interest of the United States of America for, for the Chinese government or Chinese companies to be controlling our infrastructure. Now the good news, there's a group in the United States called CFIUS, which this is simply uh they they look at technology, foreign ownership of technology and companies and how does it affect the United States. We've had to deal with them. We one of our stocks we owned was Calgon Carbon. It was taken over, and there was a Cifius thing, and it got delayed and delayed. And uh, because it be, a Japanese company was buying Calgon, which controlled a lot of uh, the, uh, the market for activated carbon, and were big in water uh, technology. And so they looked at it real hard, ultimately approved it. Well, CFIUS is looking real hard at the long beat, at the acquisition of Orient Overseas, and now they're going to push to to, to have uh, Costco divest the, the Long Beach terminal. Strategic core assets of the United States, infrastructure assets, should not be controlled by the Chinese government or corporations. So positive things are really starting to happen. We're really making headway against this battle to protect the United States and the working people in the United States. Uh, and by the way, this is not Chinese fault. They're not bad guys. I mean, China China did what, what most countries would do to try to get ahead. And, you know, they that basically we we just haven't haven't been tough enough on the Chinese and and you know I, I think we're seeing the biggest shift in Chinese policy since Nixon opened up China and this is something that's going to have interest and, and the reason we're bringing this up like Ted what does this have to do to my retirement well I'll tell you is this week uh, China is trying to stop the Qualcomm deal with the uh, the sem- a semiconductor company which suddenly just vanished off the top of my head but. Uh, the uh, because they want to look at that and so we're seeing corporations are now and tech companies are worried they might have trouble doing business in China now and so uh but but this is all part of we're making progress to get companies around the world to understand if they're going to import in the United States it's going to be a fair import export and look why not put the factories in the United States or at least close by the United States instead of putting them over in China in, in in the United States is a safer place to do business. There's let there's no corruption. The pollution in the United States is everything can be produced in the United States with a much less cost to the earth. The pollution in 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 the earth. It, it, the idea you, you, people listen. You've been sold a, a bill of goods by these global warming people because what that's is that's given China and all these other countries around the world a free pass not to engage in pollution control. And they're destroying the planet, literally, in their countries, and nobody cares. Look, if Exxon's processing gasoline, diesel fuel, or Dow Chemicals processing chemicals down at Freeport, you can bet that we're doing it on an an environmentally friendly uh, as possible way to do it. We're cleaning up the particulates. We're cleaning up the the chemicals. We're we're not spewing into the atmosphere. We're trying to clean up as much as possible. If I purchase that same diesel fuel, if I purchase that same chemical overseas, there's a cost to the planet because that's being used typically by companies that have less pollution controls in those countries. And so we have to understand there's value because human capital in the United States that we do things in a a fair, honest, safe, pollution-free workplace unlike the rest of the world. And it's time we start looking at that and looking at the advantage of the American people and the American worker and the ingenuity of the American worker and not ship that stuff overseas. And so, so exciting things are starting to happen again big progress. They're getting tough on China with Costco now to try to, they're not going to lose control of the port in Long Beach. Every day there's big wins. There's wins behind the scenes for the American people. And it's exciting. Uh, And the economy is starting to pick up some here. So really people are becoming more optimistic. We've got low unemployment. And I'll tell you one of the really good things about growing the, the economy at this low unemployment. We're going to see some inflation. But one of the things we've seen in the last decade has been Due to the, the ability of the internet in, in to, to to analyze and find people, 
most companies, when they want to hire someone, they put out a a specific set of, of parameters that they want that person to be. I want an engineer that's worked in the uh, you know the shipbuilding area that can build the ship that is de- dealt with high carbon, uh, super titanium, steel, uh, armament, or whatever. And then so the computer finds it, and then they call people up and say, "Hey, you're the person." Well, what's happened is is companies aren't moving up people as much in these companies anymore because instead they go find someone else out there. So our young people aren't moving up in companies as much. And but now that the labor market is much tighter, tighter they can't find the mythical engineer I just made up. So instead, maybe they bring up young engineers in their company, or maybe they bring up working people and put them in supervisory positions instead uh, uh, on the lines and the assembly line. Maybe they put, move them up into a, in, up into supervisor or to technical areas that they train them up a little bit to get into those positions so people can move up the ladder. And this is something that's not been happening because p- companies have been, have been hiring horizontally from one company to the other for people in the same positions. And so a lot of exciting things are starting to happen in the United States. And I, there's been talk over, of, of our tax cuts and in, in the, in the spending increases and the deficit spending. Look, right now, Europe is in bad shape, China's in bad shape, and the United States is once again going to become the locomotive that will hold the economy up going forward. It's not going to be a boom or anything, and it's going to take some time. But, but understand a lot of positive things are starting to happen in the world today. So we just wanted to talk about that. I, I think it's important. Uh, the uh, This is a live show, as always. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. You can listen live anywhere in the world by going to uh, KNTH 1070, The Answer, Googling it. I'm not sure. What, what's, our, what's our email? I mean, what's our website? Oh, it's uh, AM1070. AM1070theanswer.com. So anyway, uh, you could listen live anywhere in the world. Uh, savings and investments. Uh, the you know uh, a lot to talk about here. Uh, uh, what our thinking is, we're going into somewhat. We're, we're seeing inflation start to go up. We're see, you know, we, we just talked about people can't hire workers. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I I, I, I went to lunch uh, yesterday, and uh, we're talking about workers, how hard it is to hire workers. Uh, I, I, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and they can't. They said they, we can't find mechanics, we can't find anybody. Uh, and so you're seeing more inflation, you're seeing wage inflation, you're seeing bonuses, uh, you're seeing higher cost for commodities. Commodities, look, the big winner since the start of the year has been the commodity area, oil and gas, uh, gold, silver, uh, different types of commodities, aluminum is up, that's more on the, uh, the, uh, embargoes or, or some of the sanctions against the Russians, but a lot, uh, we're starting to see inflation come up. We're starting to see deficit spending go up and we're starting to see interest rates go up. And so uh, I, I think for retirement money, uh, understand when you retire, if you retire at age 65, is you, y'all have heard me talk, you got about a 25% chance one per one of the uh, a spouse lives to be age 95. Barbara Bush passed away. She was 92. George is still around. And so that works out to be 30 years. And so you've got to go through different cycles. If 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 if, if we take the cycle back from 2018, uh, it goes back to uh, 30 years, goes back to, uh, what is it, 1988. And, uh, and I'm getting old. Uh <laughs> 1988. Well, think about it. in 1988, we had probably five, 6% uh, interest rates. Uh, money market was probably yielding, yielding about four or 5%, 4%. Uh, and things were a lot different. Your house probably cost you in, in 1988, you know, your house that you live in now, you know, a house was probably maybe $150,000. That house is probably worth $350,000 today or more. And th- 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 basically, we've gone through a low inflation environment. Uh, think how much things cost back then. Medical, I, if you were spending $400 on medical back then, it, you know, you were it's probably closer to $350. Now, you know, you're spending over $2,000 if you have a family for medical. Uh, and so you, you have to understand the world changes. We have high inflation. Uh, we have uh, 
we interest rates drop, we have deflation, uh, things happen, we have the computers. People didn't even know what the internet hardly was in 1988. Uh, a cell phone was as as, as big as a, uh, you know, a, uh, what's up? It's about big as a brick. Yeah, as big as a brick. Yeah, it was big. And now they got these little bitty cell phones that are computers. And a computer, a computer was was huge. And now. The same computer. Remember the the old compact computers that you could put them in a box and you could carry them like a look like a sewing machine almost. And now, literally, your your cell phone has the computer power of that of that computer. And and so things change. Things are always changing. Expenses go up. Expenses go down. And so you've got to be able to manage longer term with retirement. And and and, and this is something that uh, that people go through they go through cycles and and so i think we're entering probably a more inflationary time frame i i think look with all the deficits around the world the imf uh came out this week and they had their big powwow in washington dc which is the international monetary fund and they harangued the united states for running up a trillion dollar deficit and and i'm kind of like well have you looked at the chinese have you looked at other people around the world running up big deficits in where our big problem is is entitlements in going out 10 or 15 years there's no way we can afford the medicare medicare medicaid the disability it's not disability it's the disability and uh and social security it's just we're not going to have enough money so you're either going to see an inflation or these things are going to be cut back dramatically so either way you've got a plan to rely more and more on your own savings for retirement. And this is very important. And so I think you're going to have to start planning for a little bit more inflation in the future because I, I don't think uh, most likely what's going to happen is we're going to hit a crisis, we're going to hit a downturn, a slow, the inevitable slowdown in the economy. And the danger is, is one of these currencies around, so the federal, the central banks will react flooding the world with money because that's, that's all they know how to do. And one, and then, Next time it happens, one of these things are going to get away from them. And when it does, you're going to see a collapse of a currency globally. And when it happens, that's going to lead to an, uh, an inflation. And this is something that we're going to have to watch in the future. And, and so I think you have to have much more higher quality assets for retirement. You don't want companies with just massive amounts of debt. You you, you want safe things that, that can weather inflation in higher quality assets. We're coming to the end of the financialization, uh, which we've gone through for the last, really solidly for 10 years, but it's really been about 15, 20 years of financialization where companies are run for to maximize profits. They're, they're run to, to, to maximize return on equity with the idea the CEO's got three years to get the profits up or he's out of there, sometimes less than that. It, 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 and we're going to a time where the, the strategic long-term planners in the world are going to be the people that come out ahead, the people that were conservative. And, 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 and so that that's what you're going to see happen. We're, we're, we're moving away from the age of financialization to the real economy. This is one of the big things we've been talking about on the show. The real economy is going to be jobs. It's going to be plant. It's going to be equipment. It's going to be research and development. It's going to be patents. It's going to be all those things. It's going to be growing the economy. It's going to be buildings, bridges. It, the, the financial economy was stock buyback programs, purchasing other companies to increase to, to increase uh, revenue, uh, you know, buy the other company. I mean, it's a pretty easy thing. You go to Wall Street's plenty happy to raise a bunch of debt for you. You take on a huge amount of debt. You buy the other company. You fire all. You fire a bunch of the workers. Uh, you, you know, I had this talk with someone. Uh, I think it was yesterday. You know, they they took over one of the, another company and then they fired the workers and and or they demote the workers and and, and it's just that's the, the the real intellect in this country and the real builders are the people that build up companies that grow companies it's it's real easy to go buy another company fire all the workers and try to get your profits up it's much more difficult to grow your business to shrewdly maintain market share maintain pricing power and and keep the competitors at bay that's a much much tougher job and and most people come up with new products come up with new innovations that's hard that's not easy the great companies do that 
the, the, the other companies engaged in the financial engineering don't. And those are, the classic example is GE that's taken the greatest industrial company the world's ever seen and basically destroyed it, running up leverage, uh, maximizing profits. Uh, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the profits were so the the rejiggering of the profits in the, in the it, were so complex that nobody I, I can't tell you how many times I listened to analysts and listened to to people on TV go well the the analysts following GE can't really figure out what's inside the company if I had a dollar for every time somebody called <clears throat> General Electric's profit statement a black box this was the analyst that, that they couldn't even understand and it was their job to figure out what it was. That just shows you the damage that that's done by financial engineering and, and, and General Electric as a poster child. So what we want to do is you want to shift with your retirement to safe, high-quality assets for a changing world as we go from the financial world where the Federal Reserve floods the world of money, corporations lever up on, on, the, on the, the cheap money from the Federal Reserve, buy their companies, restructure, or they come in, they lever up their balance sheet and buy back a bunch of stock, which, you know, if the stock is cheap, you buy it in. When I started in this business, it's like, why aren't these people buying back stock? They have they have fifty billion dollars in debt, and they've got six hundred billion dollars in cash, and the stock is trading at ten times earnings. They're crazy, and their return on equity is seventeen percent. They're crazy for not buying back stock. Now we've got it to companies having ten billion dollars worth of of debt, a billion dollars worth of cash. And then they, they want to take another $2 billion to buy more, back more stock at 25 times, 30 times earnings. That, that, so, but, but because they can take advantage of the cheap money from the Federal Reserve. What none of these companies are asking themselves, what happens in the future when interest rates start going up and we have all this debt? What are we going to do? So we're making this shift now. So you want to be in high-quality, high safe growth companies that, that, that have a future and, and – Commodities, you want to be in things that are safe, that can ride out the, the coming storm of, of a recession, of high, highly levered uh, world. I mean, the, the central bank did, I mean, the IMF did have it right. Companies around the world, governments around the world, and individuals around the world have massively levered up their balance sheets with with taking on the 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 low debt levels. And, the fast, and, and we are going to see a crisis, and that's what endangers your your retirement and that's the key to understand it can wipe you look if you had a bad year and your retirement goes down 10% it's not fun no one's happy but you know you next year if you sit there and let your retirement where you lose 57% of your retirement you have a million dollars for retirement and all of a sudden you're down to $430,000 so you've wiped out your retirement you've wiped out your future and that's what don't buy the siren song of Wall Street of just put your money in ETFs and don't worry about it because the market always goes up. That's not what's happened in Japan. That's not what's happened in Europe. And that's not what's happened around the rest of the world. It's worked in the last 15, 20 years because the Federal Reserve has been flooding the world with money. They're about out of, they're about out of tricks right now. And so now it, the world is changing. And so the next decade is going to be materially more collect complex, materially more volatile, and, and, and unless you understand what's going to happen, you're going to be in big trouble for your retirement. So something to think about. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what. We've, I've really talked more than I should have here. Uh, the Coming up here on a commercial, we'll be right back. And by the way, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. 
At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. This is a live show. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. You can also go to our website, sign up for our free report. We're writing another report, Very some very interesting things coming out in our new report. Uh, it's a free report. It comes out once or twice a month. It's the Max Out Savings Report. You can go sign up for the report. You can also sign up for a meeting with me, and I'll sit down and show you how we manage money for your retirement at Max Out Savings Advisors. Tell you what, let's take a call from Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Hey, Ted, good morning. I had a question with respect to, uh, I'm one of those individuals that you alluded to that has been very conservative, uh, and I have, you know, investments in, you know, Procter & Gamble's and the consumer staples, and they just have not outperformed. And are they going to have the pricing power as we move forward with inflation coming, and they just, their underperformance is so poor, uh, do do we stay with them? You know, I tell you what, this is something we're looking at real closely. Uh, the valuations in these things are are are, are pretty reasonable, and, and so I, I think, you know, I would stay with them from heat from here. Uh, you know, I was looking at, at, at Procter and Gamble. I was looking at uh, at uh, General Mills, and they really have had just big sell offs overall. And what what they're running into is 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 as you correctly pointed out, they're running into pricing pro- power problems. Because of the, uh, because of the, uh, I'm trying to actually pull the chart up as we speak. Uh, because of the WalMarts of the world, and because of Amazon, and and, yes. and, and so what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to come through, and they're going to have to uh, to come in and uh, straighten out their. Uh, they're going to have to come in and straighten out their companies, and they're going to have to get tough with some some of these companies. I, the, one of the problems over the last couple of years, and why the, the 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 sector hasn't gone anywhere, has really been the. Uh, you know, I'm looking at, at Procter and Gamble was at 91; it's at 73. That's a, you know, that's a pretty 25 percent drop or so. Uh, right. th- these guys, th- they've been too. What you have to understand is, in a business, you want to. Grow your business, but you also want to maintain the business long term. And so if you've got a vastly profitable business, the number one thing you want to do is you never want to endanger the business. Number two, you want to grow the business. And, and instead, they've concentrated too much of these CEOs' bonuses have been on growing the business. And so they've been jacking up prices every single year. And the classic example was, I think, uh, was with Gillette Shavers, where they just kept raising the price, raising the price, and it got so absurd that they have to now put the the Gillette razors behind the locked doors because their prices are so expensive on their razors and so here comes shave uh, monthly shave club or some of these other ones underneath them and said look we'll give you for a couple bucks you can have a shave and uh, a, a razor and it and and they can make a ton of money doing it one of what was the company we bought the with the blades are so great we bought the German blade company and and then they can cut in, come under a quarter, you know, at the quarter of the price 
or a third of the price of Gillette, and they're killing Gillette. And so what happened is they got too aggressive. They controlled the shaving market, but then they got so aggressive they put this pricing umbrella underneath the other companies. So they they foolishly allowed pricing umbrellas under a lot of their products where they got the prices too high. And what you really want is you want to be have a product you're making much more money than everyone else, but no one can really compete because you've got size, and then so you can make advantage up there, so you're making more money than those people, and then you raise the price a little, you've got a big margin. But if you get it too high, then these people can come in underneath you. And and so that that's what they're dealing with. This has been about a three or four year with these deal with these companies, and now they're starting to moderate their, their, their price increases. Now they have to control the market. And... I think they'll be able to. I think I, I listened to some of the calls in, uh, you know, uh, uh, can we own some Campbell, which hasn't done that well. Uh, same type of deal. They're de- they're having trouble with Walmart, so they're getting tough with Walmart. And, and, I, and I think they have to have some pricing power in those companies, and they're just going to have to be somewhat tough. And you might have to have a bad quarter or two to say, look, we're digging in. We're not going to th- give the, give the product away. Uh, to Walmart or these other people, and they have to be able, to, they have to be, need to be able to walk away from business. And so you're seeing these companies struggle to do that. At 13 times earnings for some of these companies, they're reasonably good buys when the rest of the market's at 20 times. I would give it a couple of weeks, see what they do, and I, I think you want to start looking in the sector. Sometime within the next 18 months, we're going to have a recession, probably a pretty severe financial situation, and those are going to be pretty good places to be, Jerry. Okay, that's great. It's, it's interesting. They're having to, we think they're going to have eventually to reduce their pricing. So it sounds deflationary versus inflationary environment versus what, you know, it, I, I'm expecting or you're expecting. Um, it's, just, it's just hard to get your mind around it. Well, yeah, and, and, and so what they're doing is if they can just kind of maintain the profits at this level and maybe not grow them, sacrifice some growth, the valuations are reasonable enough that they can kind of get through through this deal, uh, and then they can and then they can add some other products in there. I I think it was General Mills or one of them that made the comment of of they bought uh, the the macaroni and company. I think it's Annie's Macaroni, and they, and they said they paid up for it, but they've been able to put it through their supply chain and quadruple the sales, and so it's been a pretty good deal for them, and so. What these companies need to go back to, Jerry, is what we talked about, of solidly growing the company, growing the revenue, growing the product, and not growing the profits. This is the whole problem with Wall Street today is these people are completely fixated on profits at the expense of long-term viability of these companies. But but to to answer your question – I would start looking at I would start wading through them. I would try to figure out who can hold the pricing up reasonably well, who can get who can at least maintain the growth a little bit or stay where they are. And if they're in that 13 times earnings area, that's a reasonable thing, with, particularly with the good dividend, and I would be okay with them. Uh, great show. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. The other thing these companies are also running into is higher labor costs, higher commodity costs, and higher freight costs. Most of, if you listen to all of these conference calls, what's coming out is we're running into supply chain problems, higher freight cost problems, and things like that. And so, uh, and part of the problem is these companies have really over over efficientized their their supply chains in, to the point that there's if any time there's any the least little hiccup, it really hits them pretty bad. So, uh, anyway, uh, questions or comments, 713-339-1070. Uh, savings and investments. The Looking at, once you get past 50, is that's the time you want to really start ramping up for retirement. And we've talked in the show that, that that time has really shifted more to 55 because so many kids are paying, so many people are paying for their children's education, which has just spiraled out of control. So, what you want to do is you want to come up with a plan to to boost up your savings in the 50s. So if you're behind, now's the time to say, I'm going to ramp up my savings. The IRS allows you to put away an extra $6,000 a year once, you're retire- once you hit age 50 years old. So you normally you can put away 18500 in your 401k. You can put away 24500 once you go over 50. Uh, so... Maximize the savings in your 401k plan, number one. Uh, if, if your uh, spouse is not working, you can put away, you can uh, 
if you're making under a hundred and ninety something thousand, you can put in money into a an IRA for your spouse. If she's over fifty, she can put or she or he can put uh sixty five hundred dollars a year in that. You can pick an extra thousand. T- typical, the limit is fifty five. Instead, you can, since you're over fifty, you can put sixty five hundred dollars in an, in an IRA. So those are some good ways to do it. Uh, if you're if you're a small businessman, these people have the toughest time. And you can set up a SEP, and you can put away up to 25% of your income, which is a great way to go. So understand, if you're over 50, take a hard look at your savings. Now, another thing you can do is you can buy yourself a piece of real estate. And you buy a piece of real estate. Now, here's the key. You get a 10- or 15-year mortgage, which means if you're, say, if you're age 50, you can buy, get it 15 year. It's paid off by the time you're 65. Where you know, if you're 55, you get a 10 or 50. Even if it's a 15 year, by age 70, your piece of real estate is paid off, and then it starts cash flowing to you for retirement. And you can always sell it in the future, and hopefully, it's gone up. If you want to buy real estate for your retirement at age 15, my recommendation would be would to get a 10 or 15 year loan so you have it paid off. Paid off property is is golden. You can always sell it and get a big chunk of money. If you ever get in trouble and, and have cash flow problems, it doesn't affect you because it's paid off and then it's simply income coming in. So if you're going to do the real estate angle, once you're past 50, have have the plan, when is it going to pay it off? Because sometime in the next 20 years, we're going to have a massive crisis. And if your stuff isn't paid off, you're going to be in trouble. I think we're going to have a massive crisis coming up pretty quickly and you got to protect your, your savings in here now. Tell you what, let's take a call from... Oscar. Hello, Oscar. How are you doing today? Very well. Yeah, very well. Hey, this is a 3% on a 10-year. How dramatic is it going to be? Uh, look, I think that's a big deal. Uh, that's a great question, Oscar. Uh, looking at the chart on the 10-year, on the I was looking at the, this this morning, and really it breaks out over 3%. And, and right now, interest rates, people don't realize, they're the highest since the end of, of December of 2013. Once it goes over 3%, then it, it, it can really run to 3.5%, which is really where it was back in 2010. And, and so, you know, if you think about it, in 2010, we had a really bad economy and a really shaky economy, and somehow the, the, the world functioned with uh, close to 4% 10-year. Uh, so I think rates are going up. I think inflation is going up. Uh, I think we're about to break out. We went over three point nine, two point nine five on the ten-year this week, which is a breakout uh, from a little earlier in the year here. And, and so, but I think it's going to affect the markets. To get get to your question, I, I think it'll be over a thousand points easy. But then, yeah, do you think do you think it'll happen within the next three months or six months? What is your that's a, that's really a, a tough question I'm asking you. Yeah, look, here's how I, I kind of read this is I think we've had a cold, we've had a cold winter if how many times have you seen t- on TV here it is April and, they, and you know they're digging out of a snowstorm in New York City or or it's Washington the late, late time yeah yeah so that's slowing down the economies I think as the summer comes on it's going to start accelerating a little bit uh, I think rates are going to continue to go up here. Uh, we we have higher freight cost. We have oil over uh, well over sixty five dollars right now. Oil's going up. Gasoline is going up. Uh, wage costs are going up, which means in, there's going to be pressure on the longer interest rates. And so I, I think it's happening right in here now. You know, with all this uh, trillion dollars of debt that we have, everything's going to go up to pay for that debt. People don't realize this this huge thing overhanging our whole economy. You know, it's going forward. It's, it's it's people don't know the dramatics of of inflation when you have this overhanging huge huge trillions of dollar debt. Uh, Oscar, it's it's been uh, what thirty five years since we've really had big inflation. Yeah, but it, but but they forgot. Like yeah. It's like a hockey stick now, the way it's been, the, the dramatics in the last 10, 15 years. It's, it's a hockey stick thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's gone down over 10 or 15 years, 20 years, and now it's starting to pop up. And inflation tends to happen, it, you know, it happens pretty quickly. It'll kind of go up, go up, and then it kind of pops, and it kind of catches people off guard. I, I mean, I think that's sort of what you're looking at. I think you're looking mm-hmm. at higher rates. 
some, one of the things about higher rates, even if, if people just think rates are going to start, they're going to start getting a little more prudent with debt. The one of the, I think if you ask the Fed, probably one of the things that's probably disappointed them the most about taking interest rates down to zero was that people in corporations didn't pay down their debt. I think if you if really, I think if you really got them down, to be honest, that would say they would say that was one of the things that really, you know, because in the '30s, remember we went through this in the '30s, and the debt sort of got paid off, except we we had a big run up in 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 debt, uh, running into the late '30s and particularly World War II, but corporations and individuals really paid down their debt, and they never forgot what happened to them. And this time, uh, people's memories were just frighteningly short and now they've ramped up the debt and so yeah we're going to hit a wall in this debt and, and it's going to be a mess and we could we, we could, this could be the beginning of this uh, thing that people have expect, been expect, uh, expecting for a very long time so th- these are times that are very very uncertain i agree with you on that thank yeah. you ted thanks oscar good good call look i mean i think there's real dangers out there with the economy and different things uh and and i think it's going to show up somehow in some type of currency problem eventually. And I don't know which currency it's going to be, and we'll see has it, how it plays out. And you, You'll be ahead of it here by listening to the Max Out Savings Show. Tell you what, let's take a quick break. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're here talking savings, investments, and your retirement and satisfaction at retirement. Uh, the uh, the looking at oil prices, you know, we we continue to see a movement up in oil, and the I'm surprised. Surprised it's gone up this much. I mean, if you look at it, we went as high as, as $69 for West Texas, which is phenomenal. I, I think it runs into resistance up here. I think if I, I kind of thought it would be 65 but it's gone over it, which is really good for our oil companies, really good for our oil service companies, and really good for Texas. And so uh, I, I think it shows you there's demand for oil out there in real value. That uh, This week, the, uh, the Arab countries extended their... Uh, their production cuts 
which is a good thing. Venezuela's had real problems, and that's helped out. And if 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 sanctions are put on Iran, then that could keep oil prices higher. We'll you know we'll sort of see what happens, but things are doing well in the oil sector. Again, it goes back to our little. We're starting to see inflation come up. I mean, oil prices. You know, people don't realize oil was at fifty eight dollars. It's at sixty eight. It was at fifty eight in February, and in December it was fifty. In no, in in basically October it was fifty two dollars. So this oil has had a big run up in the last three three four months, close six months, and so we'll have to watch it. Uh, I, I think it runs into real resistance up here. We'll have to kind of watch and see. But it's another indication of higher oil prices, higher freight prices, higher trucking prices, higher wage prices, higher commodity prices. It's all, you know, kind of factoring in. So we'll have to see see what's going to happen. Uh, by the way, last segment of the show, if you want to get in here, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show live here in Houston, Texas. So all prices moving up, interest rates moving up. If if interest rates, I had a question about interest rates. If 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 the if the ten year goes over a little over three percent, it'll be the highest. Uh, if it goes about three point one five, that'll be the highest in, uh, ten year since two thousand and eleven. So we'll see if that happens. Right now, uh, these are the highest interest rates from two thousand thirteen. Rates are going up, oil's going up, wages are going up. You see a pattern here and. Uh, you know, this is something we've been talking about. Uh, the markets, we've got a lot of questions in the markets. Uh, we're very defensive right now. Uh, we hold higher levels of cash, shorter-term bonds, uh, precious metals, commodity type of situations, and which I, I think is, is the place to be. The, the market's been a real tough one. We, we've been really telling you when, if, if the market breaks the uh, 2600 area, it's really going to be in trouble. And it's held a couple times through that. Uh, the it, It's gone. The, it's interesting. This week, in the middle of the week, the market went up above the if, – if you look at it, the, the, the S&P went above the uh, the 50-day. And, and then it, the next day, it, it closed around right around – hit the 50-day. The next day, it went through the 50, up above the 100 it a lot of the, 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 we have different types of research we get, and a lot of the we're like, look, hey, it's moving higher. This is looking really good. It it just didn't. But we were looking at the action on on a lot of the stocks, and it really was real spooky action where the you know these stocks were just up and down real quickly, and and but then uh, it broke down back underneath the hundred on Thursday, and then it broke um, under the fifth under the hundred, and then it broke under the fifty day which means the 50s under the 100 but again it's back under the 50 day on the S&P on the Dow and so you really got to you know wonder in the even on the Nasdaq it's going underneath the 50 day uh, as well which it, once it's under the 50 this triggers a lot of risk management programs it triggers a lot of trading programs to sell the market and so so what we want to watch is we want to see where the market's going to go from here is it going to go back above above the 50 i'm really you know i think you really have to re- with retirement money to be very very cautious in this market i i i really think we're witnessing this shift from the financial from a financial world to the real world and we you know we, the the federal reserve the financial world floods the world of money corporations buy back stock they buy other companies they they don't invest in plan and equipment. They invest in other companies. They take over companies. They buy back stock. Uh, they take on debt. People take on debt in in financial engineering, playing with the earnings to create the earnings. To to what can we do? Let's gr- grow the company. And one of the things that's triggered this, a couple things, is the Federal Reserve is now getting rid of quantitative easing, which is a fancy way for saying money printing. They're now selling bonds versus they're rolling they're cutting back the purchases of bonds a little each each month. They're trying to cut this back slowly because they're not sure what's going to happen. Uh, and the other thing is Donald Trump's tax programs are encouraging companies to invest money. In addition, a really big story is companies held huge trillions of dollars overseas. And and now because they couldn't bring it back to the U.S. because of our higher tax rates, now that we've cut our tax rates, they can come back with the special lower tax rates and repatriate the money. And I think you're going to see more and more companies invest in plant equipment, wage uh, 
increases for their employees because they're having trouble getting employees to try to grow the company. At the same time, we have this trade war going on with China. Well, if you're the big CEO of a company, you're trying to figure, hey, how much can I depend on China? Is this thing going to blow up on my face? And so they're, so, so they're going to try to put more more plant and equipment in the United States, which means we're going to see plant and equipment go up. And, 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 and companies know if they want to import in the United States, well, I'll, let's put a factory here too. That way at least it looks like we're trying to, you know, we're with the plan to help the United States. We're not just trying to, you know, there's nothing wrong with importing products in the United States, but but we want to see more manu- more manufactured here. And so this is all having a, a big effect on things. And if you look at the United States, it's about 60, 70 percent is consumer spending. In, in infrastructure, in, uh, in, in, in capital spending is very low compared to China, which has been 50 percent of their GDP. And, and so the consumer is kind of tapped out. So it's going to slow down some, although it's getting raised. So it's going to be the same. So if we're going to get growth, the important thing is the growth has got to come from investment in in productivity if 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 we build a plant if we come in and put new equipment in maybe we hire a few have don't we use a few less workers but we can afford to pay our other workers more because it's more complex equipment it produces more it's more productive so we can afford to pay our people so the more we invest in the united states the more productive we become and then the more we can pay our citizens and so what donald trump is doing is fundamentally shifting the economy and it but this is a shift that's happening anyway because we've gone as far as we can with money printing that really hasn't worked so exciting things happening you got to be cautious because remember rates are going up because of this money's being spent on plant equipment, which means earnings might not be quite as good as people think in the future now. Because I got to, I've got to spend some of my money. You know, I, I can, I can harvest all my crops, but if I don't put new crops in the next year, then I won't make money. So my, so you got to invest in the future, and we're starting to see that. So exciting things happening, but that's going to cause problems with the market. So we're going to write a lot about this, but you have to have your guard up in this world today with your retirement. If you need some help, go to our website maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Savings.com, Max Out Savings with an S. You can sign up for a free sit down with me. I'll show you how we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market. We do a lot of risk management. And also, at a minimum, sign up for our free newsletter. We don't call you up. We don't bother. We just send out the newsletter about once a month or so and talk about all types of neat things, saving, investing, the future, where we're going. Uh, all, we, we, we wrote about the failure of the investment banks in 2007. People thought it wasn't possible. We said, yes, it's a danger. And we laid out the case how it was going to happen, and that's what happened. We have Wall Street strategists getting our newsletter now. So if you if you need help with your retirement, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And by the way, I hope everyone has a great week. Uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. And remember our motto and our philosophy. It's in the key to building up wealth, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. 